Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ireland is in Salt Lake. John, are you there? Yes, sir. All right. All right. How, how are things in uh, Salt Lake City? Well, we rolled in at about 4.30 in the morning oh, without LeBron. Gosh. Oh, oh no, LeBron no, no, did no. not make the trip. Things could be better. Now, did you hit the clubs last night in Salt Lake? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. The you way know me. He said I get it. I, I, I get said, out here partying yeah. with those BYU kids. They go all night. <laughs> yeah. Don't, wait, wait. All married, by the way. Don't you have to have like a, a, a club membership to get a you beer? You did yeah. until the Olympics. Oh. Then they phased it out during the, was it May 2002 2002, Olympics? yeah. By the way, my favorite Olympics by far. Was Salt Lake City. Two, oh, I really? thought. And you've been to a million I've of been, them. I've been to all of them. And Salt Lake City was awesome. And Why? I, you know, part of it was what I was doing. Okay. Uh, so what I would do is I would do the play-by-play of the luge, bobsled, and skeleton. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then at night, I would come down the mountain. That was up uh, by Park City. Come down the mountain, and I'd interview all the medal winners. That's cool. They 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 had medal ceremonies at this big park, and a different band played every night. So one night, it was Dave Matthews' band. And the next night, it was wow. I think Sugar Ray was one of the acts. And they would give out the medals at this big park with a band playing, and I'd interview, I interviewed every single medal. Winner That's the cool. entire week long. So more what you were doing entire rather than loving the city. Yeah, and like, I, it wasn't. It wasn't about the city. It was more about. And I love the Winter Olympics. Okay. I'm a big Winter Olympics guy. I, I Why is basketball not in the Winter Olympics? It's a good question. I don't know. Basketball's played in the winter. It is. Right. Be, well, think about it. You'd have to shut down the NBA. I, I know it's not apples to hockey shuts down, or at least they have in the past to send their guys. They did. Yeah. Well, they're going to do it again coming up. Yeah. But uh, the the one thing that I don't think the NBA would do it. The NHL needs Send it. The I don't think the NBA does. Yeah, John, didn't you didn't you say? I thought you said it was Utah. Did you say the, be, the best Italian restaurant or something like that was it that is Utah in the whole league? How funny is this? Now here's the new dilemma. Mm. Okay, so this place is called Walters. It is fantastic. Mm. It is like the best Italian. F- it's either that or there's a place in Toronto called Soto Soto. It's one of those two. That's the best restaurant in the league. Walters, though, and I go every time we come. I, I can't come on this trip because we don't have a night off. But that's the restaurant where the Golden State Warriors assistant coach had the heart attack uh, and died. Uh. So does that taint it or no? I don't think so. It's just yeah. a tragedy. It's it has nothing tough. to do with the restaurant, yeah, right? No, I mean, right, but I mean, very, some people say they will never go to a... Or well, I, get I understand why the Warriors don't want to go back. If you were in that room sure. when it happened, I totally get that. Yeah. But I don't know that it should. I didn't know that. I didn't know the coach. He was very popular, but I, it's not going to affect me. Would it affect you guys? It wouldn't for me. It no. would not. Not unless I was in the room when it happened. Well, no. I, if, if this were my best friend or somebody that I was very yes. fond of, sure. Right. But if it's just, oh, this happened at that place, not yeah. probably not. What's your main Italian order there, Ireland? What do you? What will you well, order when Walters, you go? We walk in and we tell the guy, bring us, surprise us, bring oh, us whatever really? you want. It's yeah, one of it's those places. Good. Do you yeah. have a go-to, See, Mace? Italian? Yeah. Going tonight. Vito's. Uh, no, on, a dish. Uh, oh, a dish. Yeah. Oh, chicken parm. Yeah. I'm a big chip. I'll tell you, best chicken parm I've had in a really long time is Craig's. 
Uh, over the chicken parm at Sleigh at Manhattan Beach is equal to the is one it? at Craig's. You've They're had both it. both great. Oh, right. We had it when we went to uh, yeah, both Both fantastic. Craig's. And by the way, both so good, Trav, that I would tell you if it's your first time going to Craig's or your first time going to Sleigh, that's your order. Okay. Even mm. though there's a lot more fancy stuff on there, you got to try it. Just I love a chicken. So I mean, good. everybody likes chicken parm. It's fried I chicken just, with cheese and marinara yeah, sauce. Both, and both portion, <laughs> portions, massive. So let me places. let me tell you something. You said you you walk in and say surprises. So I was in this situation once with, and I haven't told the story in a long time with our, our former gambling expert R.J. Bell. <laughs> I, I love this. Story. So we walk into Milos in Vegas, okay. great Greek restaurant, and he does the whatever the chef's best is. So they bring out this, baller move by RJ. By the way, they that bring is a out this move. block of ice, especially there, and salt. Wait to hear what he does next. Ice and salt with a fish in it, and you're supposed to dig in and get the fish out of the. I'm like, what the hell are we doing here? Then RJ stuck us with the bill. <laughs> oh <laughs> my! And that was a $250 fish. <laughs> oh, it was brutal. I never forgave the guy, and never, never let it. I will never let that go. Wait, okay, wait, wait. By the way, yeah. you guys have you guys have not socialized since that day. Absolutely, not even. Okay, Mace, 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 Mace. How did it go down when the bill came? He he ghosted. He slipped out. He slipped out. Oh no! He did the yeah. Irish goodbye. No, he slipped away. And there were how? Just the three of you guys? Uh, there was five of us. Five of us. Were and this there. was. His choice of restaurant. He's it, the one that said, "Bring us what the chef recommends," yep. and he slipped out the and back he door. Bailed. Exactly right. That's yeah, that not could cool. Probably ruin a relationship. That's why we went from R.J. Bell to Steve Fezzik for a while. We jumped to the Fez, who always picks up the check. So, was the fish good? It wasn't. <laughs> oh, really? It wasn't good. Who wants a fish in a block of ice? Yeah, cold. I mean, it's sushi you want yeah, cold, but no, yeah. no, no, no. That That's was a weird. terrible night at the restaurant. That's weird. Yeah, it was very weird. John, when you have the guy in Utah bring you what you want, does he go like the the, the parm, the chicken piccatas, yeah, the thing that you would you expect? Yeah, he brings you a little bit of everything. You get like 10 courses. Oh, my Now, gosh. here's the mistake I made. Last time I was there, I went with two guys from our TV crew, and so we always just split it three ways. Uh, it's it's expensive, and I didn't tell those guys beforehand this is going to be pricey. I just said, "Hey, are you guys okay with them bringing us whatever they got?" And they'd never been, and they said, "Yeah, sure." And the bill shows up, and it's north of six, Ooh. like almost seven hundred. So they bucks took a line of credit of out of their yeah, house yeah right. their condo home equity loan. Yes, home equity yes. loan. Yes, good interest rate. Yeah, that, yeah. That's did when, a debt consolidation. You got you got to you got to go. Uh, hey guys, look, and this is a little steep. Yeah, you sure you want to do this? Yep. And if they balk yeah. a little bit. I can't believe he just said whatever. By the way, in Vegas at that restaurant, oh yeah, you're exactly. saying, oh, you're gonna, it's going to be expensive. You're not at Olive Garden saying, go ahead, whatever you think. Bring us whatever the chef's yeah. best is. You're the, the finest wines and cheeses in the It was a fish in ice. It wasn't very good. It wasn't very good. Uh, By the way, I heard you doing Silence of the Lambs. It's the anniversary of Silence of the Lambs. 91. So a couple things about Silence of the Lambs. First of all, it is, I heard Emily say this, uh, one of only three movies to ever win the big four. Picture, actor, actress, and director. Okay. The other two are It Happened One Night, which was all the way back in the 30s. Claudette Colbert, Clark Gable, and Frank Capra. And the other one, John, was? 
I would think one of the Godfathers. Probably. No, it's a Nicholson movie. Top Gun Maverick. No, yeah, no, it's a Nicholson movie. Ireland. Oh, uh, it's, a, it's Terms of Endearment. No, it's One Flew Over Cuckoo's the Cuckoo's Nest. Nest. Oh, Louise Fletcher. Louise yeah. Fletcher. Oh, one, Nurse uh, Ratchet. Nurse Ratchet. Yeah. yeah, those are the only three. The other thing is, I question your uh, Buffalo Bill impression. You do. I do. Why? Because you won the lotion in the basket. <laughs> no, that sounds like he's no, struggling. You won the lotion in the basket. Deeper. Do it, yours. It puts the lotion on its skin. It does this whenever it's told. He's not whining. That's creep. No, he's <laughs> like no what he's the not hell you guys are talking about? So Buffalo Bill, Buffalo the Bell. guy that's putting on the skin suit in the basement. Yeah, the old skin suit. <laughs> yep. He's making a skin suit. He's got the woman oh. trapped in the well, yeah, and she's I, I freaking out. I remember the movie, but I don't remember Buffalo Bill. So when he's lowering the basket with the lotion because he wants her, her skin to be soft, soft. so Jeez. he can make his suit. And he gets precious. She gets precious she gets, down in the- tricks precious with the oh, bucket, yeah, pulls right. her in, that's right. and he's very, he very frustrated with his prisoner and so he's trying to remain calm before he blows his stack right. and morales did the dance today did he do the he tried to do the dance the old tuck it dance he didn't he didn't do that portion of the dance <laughs> <laughs> but he did he did the he did the arms out to the side yeah. portion of it yeah. he did not yeah. do the other portion by the way it. the other thing about silence the lamps normally you release movies <laughs> like in November, December to win Academy Awards. Yep. Uh, this came out in February. It's the earliest a movie has ever come out in the year and gone and on won. to win Best Picture. Yeah. And Anthony Hopkins did have like I think it was like eleven minutes. Or He's something barely like in the movie. movie. Oh, but it's but like, he steals the movie. Oh, he stole. Still the movie. scares the hell out of me. Yeah. Are you watch a True Detective? Speaking of Jodie, you Foster. said that a couple times. I need to. Oh do my that. God! Last night okay. was the. Oh, I have not watched it. So please do not. Okay, I will. I will not else. spoil no. it. You've okay. not watched episode five. It's I've only watched six like episodes. Just tell us. Just tell the juicy parts <laughs> yeah emily prepare that's what i will say all right shinado kind of warned me on it but it's only a it's only a six episode show is which, it was that number six and that was number five five so okay. we got one episode left but you know what they say about the penultimate episode might be the best one can be yeah yeah can, can be. be was with uh breaking bad i think and was with a bunch of other shows so you're so cool. trav you just said that Anthony Hopkins is only in that movie for 10 minutes. Something like that. And steals the show. Yeah. What's the best, like if we had a category for that, like 10 minutes or less in a movie, but completely steals the movie. <laughs> Mace, the one that comes to mind for me, Alec Baldwin and Glenn Gary, oh, Glenn that's Ross. A great that's the one only scene right. he's in the whole movie, yeah, right? I the think only he's scene. only in it for six minutes. And, and the and coffee he steals down. the whole movie. Um, so it's funny you said the thing that popped into my mind first, and I, the name's going to come to me. You guys are going to know it. I'm blanking on it right now. His son uh, uh, is the was the lead in in Schitt's Creek. He was in the in in Schitt's Eugene Creek. Levy. Eugene Levy. Thank you. I, I knew the name would come to me. Remember at Mountain Gate. You, oh, okay. Eugene Levy as the car salesman in Vacation. <laughs> is unbelievable to me where he gets the family truckster where he's supposed to get one car yep. and they push him into the other one he's in that that scene can't be more than three minutes long and well, it's the best scene in the movie a, that eugene levy is a heat check actor oh, man because so oh my he gosh. does that in a lot of movies like there's a you know me i i like worship at the altar of kate beckinsale she's in a movie with john cusack called serendipity mm-hmm and Eugene Levy has five minutes in that movie, and he almost steals it. Yeah. So it's unbelievable. How long, how long is Will Ferrell in Wedding Crashers? He's just, That's he a good literally one. just crashed, Briefly. right? Yeah. He, just, yeah. he, he literally says, Mom, where's the meatloaf at? And then, well, he's, and then he's doing Mace the thrusting at the funeral. Yeah. 
Jack Black in High Fidelity. Now he was a more wasn't he a more significant character? He I think he's in it for more than five minutes, but the song he does at the end when he blows everybody away, when he does the Marvin Gaye number, I, is unbelievable. I thought you were gonna say Jack Black in Anchorman when he punts the dog off the court. That's how bridge. I roll. <laughs> uh Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder. Oh, pretty good with the agent. Yeah. Oh, good. yeah. With the no head of the studio. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Studio. He's in the fat he's suit. Do, yeah. In he's doing suit. Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, did you ever see? The, this is a random one. Emily probably knows it. Zombieland. Do you ever see Zombieland? That's with Woody Harrelson, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, Woody Harrelson. But yeah. Bill Murray plays and- Bill Murray in Zombieland, <laughs> and what he does is there are zombies taking over the world, right? So Bill Murray's strategy is I'll make myself look like a zombie, even though I haven't turned into a zombie, so the zombies will leave me alone. <laughs> uh, and it's just genius, Bill. Murray as Bill Murray in uh, in uh, uh, Zombie. So Mace, going... how about Nicholson in Broadcast News? Oh, he's Ooh, great. That's pretty in good. That. That's yeah. pretty what's good. His only... big, what's his big line? Bill, well, the 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 news network news division goes. He he says this is a Jack Nicholson says this is a brutal layoff, and the news director goes. Well, you know, you could make it a little bit less brutal if you shaved a million or two off your salary. <laughs> and Nicholson just stares at him. And the guy immediately turtles. He goes, it's a horrible joke. It's an awful joke. <laughs> Not one minute of my feelings are represented in that statement. I was just Googling around. Here's a great one. Bob Barker and Happy Gilmore. Oh, oh that's yeah. good. Very yeah, good. Where he kicks Happy Gilmore's he ass. He kicks Happy's <laughs> ass. <laughs> so you want a piece famous. of me? Yeah. I don't want a piece. The I price want the is wrong. Thing. <laughs> the price is wrong, Bob. Mason, so you're going out for Valentine's Day? Yeah, we're going out. We go to the same place every year. Do you okay, have a standing what, resi? Uh, yes, vetoes. Okay. Uh, in, What's your uh, experience going out on actual Valentine's Day? Um, it's, I mean, it, I guess it is amateur night in the same way New Year's Eve is amateur night. But there's also something. This on the is, actual day? There's something about, like, being sure. in a room full of people where everybody's in love and all that. So we sat next to Henry Winkler and his wife one time. The font? Nicest guy awesome. in the world. Uh, but it was like, it was like such. You feel it in the room that they're, everybody's making an it. effort. John, how long have you and Lisa been married? Since 1999. So how long is that? Okay. A so long time. 25 years. 25, yeah, we just started 25th in January. Okay. Oh, okay. Do you guys still do it up for Valentine's Day? Do you send? You're on the road, obviously, today. Do you send yes. the flowers and all that kind of stuff? I would encourage you, Trav, to listen today yes. at 2.15. Okay. And Something you can special. find out what Valentine's Day okay. means to me. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> that, is, that is a very, very good tease. Yeah. I like that a lot. Because I can't tell which the setup is. I kinda, yeah, it could go either way. Lead, yeah. That's, that's, that's the good the tease. Way he, the way he presented it. Uh, I, you should listen. I just got to oh, yeah. te- just gotta, it's, it's. We're all <laughs> going to talk about how important <laughs> Valentine's Day is to us. I just got a text from Laura. She's in. Mace is in. Yep. Brian's in. I'm in. Okay. We're all going to talk about 2.15. So I'm going to listen, obviously. But, John, you and I very, very frequently align on things like this. Yes. So I have a feeling I know where this is headed. And I'll just, I'll I just leave okay. it at that. I don't think you could possibly know. <laughs> there this is, is no uh, way you know. No, there's no way oh, you know. okay. But just, Trav, do me but a favor. I very, I very rarely no, no. have ever asked you to do this. Listen at 2.15 because I want to talk about it in Crosstalk tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. By the way, it's a super blockbuster show. Momo's going to stop in. She was part of that story. The, yeah. the Fascinating. LeBron Warriors listen? thing. Why not listen? 
They could say no at the end. Say, well, why not listen, listen to an Well, because I think it, I think they left it to LeBron. We'll talk to Momo about that. And Kevin Demoff's going to come on. Oh, oh nice. yeah, we'll talk. Uh, he was at the Super Bowl. Uh, talk about the World Cup coming up, Rams offseason, all that kind of stuff. All of that, and I'm checking it out at 2.15 because now that I don't know, now I'm very excited to There you know. go. Super Crosstalks brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out, that's what a hamburger's all about. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ah! Good afternoon! Good, Good afternoon. afternoon! Good afternoon! So Ireland's in Salt Lake. Lakers look really, I mean, uh, Detroit's not very good, but the Lakers looked really good last night. It was like Harlem Globetrotters action in the first half. I thought they moved the ball. The ball had energy. They looked really, really solid. And I know it's against Detroit, but if you put it in the context of five wins in six games, they kind of pulled out of their post-IST uh, post-IST. You said that so quickly. I, and then I lost it. I had it in a, their post-IST hangover is what I was meaning. And, and it took me a second to even know what you were talking See, about. See, but that's IST. how smart I am. Momo's here. Uh, yes, hi, Momo. Hey, John. Now, hey, Mace, did you uh, tell Momo to do our Valentine's Day thing? Oh, no, I'll, I'll do, do one it. right have now. Do okay. it. Have her do one right now. Yeah. Have okay. her do it in the next hour. Okay. So, Momo, um, you've been like busy. It. She'll find that funny. Um yeah, Momo, big story you broke. How what, yes. how, how long you been working on that? Uh, since last Thursday, I think. Um, and since so the actual it, trade deadline. So people who don't know, Ramona reporting along with Woj today that the Lakers and the Warriors had owner to owner conversations about trading LeBron to the Warriors last Thursday at the trade deadline, and the reason that I say owner to owner is that in, and Ramona, you can kind of back me up on this, in a typical trade conversation, if, if the owner's phone rings, that means it's being considered. Normally, GMs will shoot down anything like, most trade conversations are GM to GM. Like somebody will call uh, the GM in Phoenix and say, hey, is there any way you would trade Kevin Durant? And Durant, and then the GM would say, no way, and under no condition, and then it's over. But Ramona, when it gets to Jeannie and Joe Lacob, as you guys reported, that means they actually thought about this. So the way I would phrase this is there's there's two or three or four ways to read it, right? There's all these fascinating people and franchises and legacies involved here. There is LeBron's legacy. There is the history of LeBron and the Warriors dating back to his time with Cleveland. There's two kids from Akron. 
Steph Curry and LeBron yeah. James. There is the Lakers and their history with superstars. There's LeBron's hourglass tweet, which Greg looked up was the Times Up tweet, right? Time's up. Time's that, up. Yes. All that, time's ticking. All of that happening before the all before the trade deadline. Um, and then there's also this interesting and, and John, as you said, usually most calls like the the Warriors were not the only team to call. The Sixers also called in the wake of all the the hourglass tweet and the post game comments. You know the the do your job post-game comment that, that LeBron had after one of those games in and around that that time period. I think it was the Houston game that they lost. Um, there was a the, the, the Sixers also called, but it was Daryl Morey calling Rob Palenka, and there was a little touche kind of thing, like, hey, would you, you know, LeBron, would you guys talk about LeBron? And, and Rob Daryl Morey fires yeah. back. Or no, and that, Rob Rob's, says, how about Embiid? Right. Thinking That's about usually how those conversations go, okay? <laughs> Um, but the Warriors were a little more aggressive. This was a multi-pronged sort of attack here. This was Mike Dunleavy Jr. calling Rob Palenka, getting sort of somewhat quickly rebuffed, but then Joe Lacob's not taking no for an answer and calling Jeannie Buss saying, you sure? Let, let's let's really talk about this. And Jeannie's saying, we don't want to trade LeBron, but if, you know, the, the question, if, if the question is, does he want to be a Warrior, just ask his guy. Right. Right? Like, the sort of, just go ask him. If you don't believe me, ask his guy. And that that's where things get interesting because that's you know that's how owners talk to each other, especially two owners who have a long history. Like they're on, I think the um, one of those big committees, the Labor Relations Committee, together. Right. So they they know each other very well. They have a, a long history. Um, I think they have a good relationship, so they talk like this to each other. But it's the fact that it you know the fact that there were actual there was an actual twenty four hour period, which I think was Wednesday starting depending on where you pick up the story when the Warriors decide to go for this when the Lakers take the first call pretty much all day Wednesday and the trade deadline's Thursday all this behind the scenes when you and I are all talking about hey the Warriors gonna get Caruso or the Lakers gonna get DeJounte Murray look at the discussion that was being yeah, had Yeah, there was something really big that was actually <laughs> talked about what so I'm trying to think of the the ramifications of this so LeBron if he had said, yeah, I went out of here, they'd have had a team with Steph, Draymond, and uh, LeBron, which would have competed if not won a championship this year. I mean, Momo, did they ever discuss specifics? Like, do we know who would have been coming back? No, there was no, there was no specifics discussed. And I think that's smart on both teams because – it, unless you know LeBron wants to, is going to say yes, right? Like unless you know LeBron, why gives shuttle that names back and forth? Yeah, yeah, you don't you don't pass names back. And Although forth I I was get I was looking, I think it was probably it could have been Kaminga and Clay. Yeah, although the Warriors have sort of said, well, ne- we're never trading Kaminga. Well, right? for LeBron, yeah, I mean you have to look at it's just it, it's just a numbers game, right? Like yeah. LeBron makes fifty million, so you have to get salaries that add up to that. Yeah. Um, but you know, Clay Thompson's on a big expiring. Chris Paul's on a big expiring. They have other contracts that they could put in there to make the numbers work fairly easily that wouldn't handcuff the Lakers. Plus, they would want, obviously, if it ever got to that place, I I don't even know what the discussion would be, right? Like, right. it's LeBron James. Yeah. This is a superstar who's irreplaceable. So the only way the Lakers even would have considered it is if LeBron would have wanted this. But so, LeBron hey, let me ask you guys at, about Let me yeah. ask you guys about something that Brian Windhorst said today. He Brian said... That he thinks, this is again Brian's opinion, yeah. that the Lakers are in a better position today than they were a week ago. And the reason he thinks that is this was in essence, LeBron has not said, Ramon, as you know, he will not talk about his mm-hmm. extension for next year. Every time he's been asked about it, he says, I don't know what I'm going to do. Have you made up your mind? No. 
Uh, what are you going to do? Haven't decided. Blah, blah, blah. This was almost him. He had an out here. Yeah. Had, had he, you know, they went to him and said, look, we have no interest in trading you, but we look at this as a partnership. If you are unhappy, then here is an off-ramp that you can take if you want. LeBron said, no, I want to stay a Laker. Is Wendy right that, in a way, the Lakers now can feel better about LeBron staying? I, I think he is. I think it's, um, to me, this is, if you if you were to come up with trades for LeBron, right? Like, not that they ever want to do this. They don't want, they, they want LeBron to retire a Laker and stay here as long as he, he will play. Um, and he wants, ostensibly, he wants that as well. But, we, you know, there's always this caveat with Bronny. There's always this idea that he has he has a player option for next year. He can decide. And he he had an off-ramp, John. Like, like what other team would you think? We've always talked about this hypothetically. Yeah. What, okay, what team could get him? What team has assets? What team would he even consider? He's not going to go play in Charlotte. He's right. not going to go play in you know, a, a smaller mark. He's only going to play for a glamour franchise, one of the top franchises that has a chance to win. But isn't okay. he at the mercy so, of where Bronny winds up? Maybe if that's if that's his priority. Okay, but so so let's name a let's name franchises that have assets that have the the stage, the legacy, the the, the that would even be Knicks. in the convert Knicks, Sixers, Warriors, Heat. Maybe yeah, he's been there before. Cleveland, they're really good. Um, like the list is pretty small, even though every team in the NBA should right. call. The list is pretty small in terms of teams that could even have this discussion. So the Warriors are the, the that's the West Coast team. That's that's a, a quick private jet from from Burbank or from from Van Nuys Airport up to up north. Like that doesn't it, and it, it's interesting considering their history. I mean, they played in the finals five times. Right. He and Steph are both from Akron, right? I mean, they have the, they, they're going to play together on Born the Olympics. Born in the same hospital, by the same way. Same hospital. They're going to play together on the Olympics for Steve Kerr. If if he opts, let's say he opts out of his player contract, his player his player option for next year, they're together all summer playing for Steve Kerr, playing for the U- Team USA, and he still hasn't re-signed. This conversation gets interesting. Like, right. does this conversation pick back up? But his his telling the Lakers, no, I don't want to be traded, is not necessarily indicative of what we're going to see this summer. I think it it helps the Lakers in that he affirmed that he wanted to be a Laker. Right. Right. Like he had yeah, an offer. He could have left. He could have, he he could have said, have I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. There was a there was a realistic team that really that well. There's two. There's at least two. You know, the Sixers called, but that. That didn't really get. They wouldn't serious. trade Embiid, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, but I think that's 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 a good statement for the Lakers of of you know in in amidst all of the the tweets and the the passive aggressive comments after games, the yeah. dissatisfaction. Then, given the chance to say I want out of here to a team that actually would make sense, he said no, I want to stay. I wonder what would have happened if they were still in a tailspin. Because they've obviously pulled out of the the post. Let's see how the year goes. Thing, yeah. Let's see how the rest of this year finishes. By the way, guys, you know, think about this: this whole conversation we're having. If the season ended today, the nine ten play in game would be Warriors at Lakers. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I think that would be the highest rated NBA game of of the well, year. Well, since did the we, last time they played minute, in the play in, we did do that in the play in yeah, tournament. Yeah, seven eight. The first ever play in game yeah, was first, Lakers Warriors. I right, remember se- that. Yeah, but seven eight. Isn't an elimination game. Right. That's right. 9 oh. 10 is, and I think it would be higher rated than any of the finals games because of how great the LeBron Steph Saturday night mm-hmm. showdown was last month. 
And, you know, we're playing them again next week. We're up there. The first game after the All-Star break oh is Lakers-Warriors. So, I mean, it would have been – and now it still might be. If it, I, I think both those teams are going to move up. I think that the yeah. Lakers won't be nine. They'll be higher than that. And I think the Warriors will be higher than ten or better than, I guess I should say. Um, but if it stayed like this, can you imagine – the hype around that game. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Loser goes home. Yep. Steph or LeBron out after that game. It would be crazy. Yeah, it would. Momo, you want to hang on a little bit? Sure. Um, yeah, why not? We, we're going to talk to Kevin Demoff. Talk to Kevin Demoff with us. You, uh, I think you know Kev, Yeah, right? a little bit. Oh, we can talk astrology. I'll ask him about it. Uh, yeah, say, lay off the astrology. But we'll, he likes it. Kevin Demoff, uh, COO of the Los Angeles Rams, Vice President of Football Operations, going to join us coming up next. Hey, Momo, you've seen me play poker. I have. You, you are formidable. I am formidable. Thank you. Thank For, you for that. Formidable. So uh, I'm really excited, <clears throat> excuse me, to be playing in the L.A. Poker Classic ah. on Saturday, February 24th at Commerce Casino and Hotel. It's like a big-time tournament. You got a target on you. Do they give like I a, do. No, no bounty, no, no, no nothing like that. I'm like playing in the real big wow. thing. Okay. Um, and I love my new partnership with Commerce Casino and Hotel. Natural for me because, as Momo says, I'm formidable at the tables. Um, I go out there. I was there uh, Sunday. You're super- not what I expected. I thought you were going to just be super loose nope. and wild and super big, disciplined, yeah. super tight. Yes. Yeah. Not what I expected at nope. all. No, I am a very tight poker player. If you've <laughs> uh, played at uh, Commerce, you know, best poker room in SoCal, uh, biggest poker room in the world. And get this, Commerce Casino gave away a million dollars in promotions in January alone, and they're going to give away $20 million in promotions in 2024. L.A. Poker Classic, you can get in. It's going on now through March the 3rd. Jump in there. Maybe I'll see you at the final table. It's Commerce Casino and Hotel, the home of Mandy's Three. Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It's Valentine's Day. I know, I wore red. Yeah, yeah. Ireland's in Utah. Utah. Momo's hanging out here with me in L.A., and we are joined by... Hey, Mace, before we get to Kevin, I just want to quickly mention, so we don't completely ignore the story. Yeah. Um, And it's all over ESPN, and it's all over CNN, and just so people are aware, there's been a shooting at the Chiefs Championship Parade in Kansas City. Yeah. Ten people have been shot, three critically. One person is Mm. dead. They are monitoring this... um, and if if that if this is something that you want to follow, it's on every news station right now. We'll keep an eye on it for yeah, you. Yeah, boy, that's tragic. Uh, all right. So on that note, let's bring Kevin Kevin Demoff, COO of the Los Angeles Rams, VP Football Operations. Kev, what's going on, man? Uh, just in starting the enjoying the off season and 
getting ready so we're playing in next year's Super Bowl. How about exactly. that? Well, you got a chance, Kevin. This week, this year was really fun, a really unexpected, fun roller coaster ride that the Rams gave their fans. And let me start with this. What would you think of the Super Bowl in Vegas? I think Vegas is a potentially great regular stop in the Super Bowl. I mean, L.A. is going to be on there. Miami is going to be on there. New Orleans is, always, is going to be on there. Could Vegas be a semi-regular spot like those other three, in your opinion? Yeah, I thought Vegas did a great job as a Super Bowl host. And it's, uh, you know, to Sandra Morgan, the Raiders president, and the Vegas host committee, it was a flawless Super Bowl across the board. It, you know, there were times it felt like you were in Las Vegas. There were times you felt you were in the Super Bowl. But uh, they did a really great job. And, you know, as long as we stay in the rotation, I think they'd be an excellent addition. So um, you did you go to the game itself? Oh, God, no. I, yeah, <laughs> Too I painful. No, yeah, nobody wants to see the 49ers playing Super there you Bowl, go. <laughs> you know, in person. But but certainly, you know, you never want to go watch the game in person. It's just a reminder that you're not playing. Yeah. So I think, you know, the NFL is always weird. The day after the Super Bowl, I think, is everybody's favorite day because everybody goes back to 0-0 and, and you start the season fresh and it feels like the offseason really starts yesterday. I told everybody my favorite team is the Rams. My second favorite team is whoever's playing the 49ers. I cannot stand the 49ers. So I was thrilled to see him oh, lose. Wow. I, I, you know, I have some good friends of the 49ers. You, you cheer for them personally, but you can never root for the 49ers in the Super Bowl. It's just, you know, it's not what we should do from Los Angeles. It's not what we should do as Rams fans. Uh, Kevin Demoff, the COO of the Rams, is with us. So when you heard that the Chargers had hired Jim Harbaugh, did you say to yourself, oh, crap, now they're going to be good or good? He's back in the NFL. It's good for the league. How would you feel about it? Oh, I think it's great for the NFL. I think it's great for the Chargers. And I think if you're an NFL fan in Los Angeles, having you know both teams be at the top of their game is great for fans here. And, you know, look, our competition is the three teams in the NFC West. The 15 in the NFC, and then ultimately, if the Chargers are the team standing at the end, then they're the team you play in the Super Bowl. But until then, you know, we share a stadium with them, and their success is our success. You, one of the things that was that struck me about that Super Bowl was how small it was. And I know that the, that stadium out in Vegas was built about the same time you guys are building SoFi, built in very different ways and and by different people and different owners. But like. Did it, did it, that that only had like sixty thousand people at that at that at the Allegiant Stadium, right? And and SoFi holds quite a bit more, and it's a little jazzed up. What were the what were the differences in in them building their stadium and you you guys getting yours done? Yeah, look, I, I think how they chose to build it in. You know, if I were building a stadium not in Los Angeles, I would probably aim for a capacity that was closer to sixty sixty one thousand. And the thing about the Super Bowl that people forget is. When the NFL comes in, what they take away from you in seating to build auxiliary media and all these other areas, you lose capacity from your normal capacity. I think the Super Bowl mm. for us was about 71,000. We usually do about 73 or 74 uh, on a game day. So, you know, I think in Vegas it was 61. They're usually in the, you know, 62 to 63. You know, but I, I think if you're a fan experience, you know, right now probably trying to fill 70,000 seats unless you're in a major market where you can do it for other events, I think is, you know, is not how I would design a stadium. So I think if I were in Las Vegas, I would have built what they built because I think that makes sense. Uh, it just didn't make sense for us here at SoFi. We were aiming for a you know, completely different vision to bring major global events. And for those, you want 70,000, 80,000 capacity. Uh, Kevin, okay, so speaking of, sorry, May, speaking of major global events, 
Uh, it came out recently that the World Cup is coming to SoFi. I would imagine in your world, Kevin, you know, we always say to people, is that a big deal, little deal, or no deal? I would imagine that's a very big deal to the people that Also, how can SoFi. we get tickets? Can yeah, get tickets, up? exactly. You know, well, the best way to get tickets is to be a Ram season ticket holder. So after <laughs> there you go, Mace. For, yeah. For, for, yeah. If you're an SSL holder, you'll get first priority for World Cup tickets, which nice. is great. Nice, nice. Um, no, it is a huge. When we designed the building, it was always to host the world's biggest events in mind, and the World Cup is certainly up there. And it really starts an amazing run for SoFi Stadium, the World Cup in 2026, the Super Bowl in 2027, the Olympics in 2028. No building has ever hosted all three of those events in its history, let alone in three consecutive years. So an amazing opportunity for SoFi Stadium. But for us, the opportunity to hold the first match in the United States with the U.S. men's soccer team at SoFi Stadium is an amazing opportunity. And I think it gets back to, you know, even we talk about it, New York has 80,000 fixed seats at MetLife Stadium. That is one of, you know, the ideals for FIFA. So we always kind of knew from a time zone perspective, from a seating capacity perspective, they wanted to go, you know, to New York. But for us, it was always, how do we get the opening match of the tournament with the U.S. men's national team, which will be the most talked about match for the next two years. And then we're fortunate enough, we also have their third match, which will probably determine whether they advance into the knockout rounds, whether we have them beyond that, uh, who knows. But to get eight matches, uh, only Dallas has more. To get two U.S. matches in the opening round, uh, a quarterfinal match, it's an awesome opportunity for soccer fans here in Los Angeles. And we have such a rich tradition from hosting World Cups before to LAFC, to the Galaxy, to Angel City. It's an amazing soccer city, and, and we can't wait you know, to play host to that. And it will be you know, awesome for fans and awesome for our city in that June, July, and 2026 time frame. So, Kevin, the postseason has started. Uh, you've got a lot of uh, money uh, on the salary cap available to you. What What is the big primary concern during this offseason? Look, I think the – I don't think it's a concern, right? It, the opportunity is how do you go build on last year? And how do you take some of the lessons learned from last year and apply them here, right? We were so fortunate to get amazing contributions from our draft class last year. I think one of the – you know, best draft classes we've ever had, uh, you know, rookie of the year candidates out of the third and fifth round and Byron Young as well. You know, we have a first rounder as of now, <laughs> you know, how do we take advantage of having a first rounder potentially for the first time in eight years? You know, we'll have four picks in the top hundred now uh, with the extra pick from Raheem Morris. We have 13, I'm sorry, we have 11 total picks. So the draft is always going to be the focus. How do we continue to add to that from there? You know, obviously you start then with, retaining your own free agents. And, and, you know, we have a few, you know, coming up, whether it's Kevin Dotson, whether it's Jordan Fuller, you're always looking at how do we keep our own players, you know, at home. And then I think the opportunity is to go get a little bit creative. And, you know, in last year when we set about the pace, you know, what we were going to do in 2023. And, you know, when I sent the season ticket order letter, I said, we need to go get assets to go be able to be us, you know, to make those bold trades, to do some of those things, you know, we just didn't have those assets. And now we sit here, we have salary cap space, we have draft picks. So whether it's signing free agents, whether it's making trades, we can create and, you know, use, you know, every tool at our disposal to help Sean and Les get better. And they'll determine, you know, how they think that can happen. Obviously, the offense at the end of last year was one of the tops in the NFL. You want to keep feeding that. The defense, so many young players who grew up, you expect they'll take a natural step from year one to year two, but we need to go help them out. We just didn't have enough, you know, overall players on defense, really, when you got into the depth, you know, to go through another season. 
need to keep getting better on special teams. Look, this team took a major step. We think we can take another major step. But I think if you look at Sean's history, every year we've lost in the playoffs. The next year we've gone to the Super Bowl, and, and you know that's the standard for you know what we're going to hold ourselves in 2024, and I think that's what we're all excited about. Kevin, were you expecting this kind of a, a season? Like, I, I know everybody said it's not a rebuild, it's a retool, or what was the remodel? Word? Remodel. But I, but I don't know if everyone believed it, right? Like, I don't know if not, not necessarily you guys believed it, but 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 all of us hearing that and seeing how you went into the season, did the success that you guys had, especially in the second half of the season, did that was that a pleasant surprise for you, or were you expecting that to turn around? You know, I I would say I was not surprised that the team we had success. And I think, you know, in that letter last year I wrote that I expected us to compete for the playoffs and people thought I was crazy, including my own kids, told me I was nuts. Um but but we did. But I think the way we were playing at the end of the year, I'm not sure I would have seen us getting there that quickly. You know, we were I thought one of the better teams in the NFL. We finished on such a hot streak. You know, it was so great to see Matthew playing that way, to see Puka setting records, to see Kyron you know, take that leadership role to see the defense play the way they were. I thought we were one of the better teams. I'd always hoped, hey, we'll, you know, get above 500. We'll find a way to the playoffs. We'll see where it is. We're probably in a better spot than I think I thought we might be. I'm not sure that's true, but I would go back to something similar. There has never been a year in which we didn't go to the Super Bowl that Sean McVay missed the playoffs. Right. And, you know, so, you know, I remember when we – beat the Giants in New York, and we were waiting to take off watching the Steelers-Seahawks game to determine if we could get into the playoffs, if the Steelers could win. Sean looked at me and he goes, did you think? And I'm like, yeah. I was like, I will always bet on Sean McVay less need in our players. In a normal offseason where we don't go to the Super Bowl, and we need to fix that so when we go to the Super Bowl, hopefully next year we, we return. But, you know, this is a group that when they have a you know full offseason to evaluate personnel, to come up with new schemes, to coach up our young players, we've always had success. And so – Surprised? No. You know, excited about where we finished, maybe a little bit above where, you know, I had thought, sure. But, you know, that's just a building block. That was last year. And I think Sean's message to the team at the end of the season is exactly what needs to be the case, which was that was 2023. We don't walk back into 2024 as a playoff team. We walk back in as one of the youngest teams in the NFL with a lot to prove. And we need to go make sure we get better across every facet of our organization if we expect to achieve our goals in 2024. Well, listen, as, I, as I've as i told you, I, as a season ticket holder, as a Rams fan, I was, you know, it was, it was heartbreaking to lose, but it was a tremendous season. I couldn't be um, more happy as a fan or a season ticket holder, Kevin. You know, one of the things when you go to Las Vegas, when people come up to you and say you had a great season, I always, only one team goes home happy. Right, It's a masochistic world we've chosen to operate in where 31 of us go home and luck our wounds. But when you go to Las Vegas and everybody says congratulations on a great season, when you get a little bit farther away from the pain of you know just not winning a game that I really thought we had a chance to win, you, know, you can look in the big picture and say we're happy with what we achieved, but you know, by no means are you know, we satisfied. And starts in two weeks with our season ticket member town hall uh, at YouTube theaters, start laying out the plan for 2024 about how we get better. Awesome, man. Well, Kevin, thanks a lot for coming on. I know you're super busy right now, but uh, wanted to get you on and, and let you talk to the fans a little bit. Thanks, man, very yeah. much. Mason threatened he wasn't going to renew if I didn't get on before vacation. Wow. There you go. I said, that's it. I, so so I did my part, and now I expect to see the renewal by tomorrow, Mason. It'll be there. there. It'll be there, man. Send that check, Mason. Yep, it's gone. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, guys. All right, there's Kevin Demoff, COO Oh, of he the was Rams. very disciplined. I, I gave him one of those questions of like, 
Your stadium is bigger than theirs. That was. That was and a, he totally could have taken that and like, yep, oh, we're, ours is way better. Yeah. And he was like very classy about But that. in in fairness, <laughs> I think Ireland's question was to the point, which yeah. is Vegas should be in that regular rotation. It seems, I wasn't there, but it seems like it was very successful. When you think of SoFi, you think of yeah. Vegas, you think of Tampa, Phoenix, I guess. No, yeah. Miami, Orleans. Miami, Miami, New Orleans. It should be a No Ford, Tampa? No, Tampa's out. I hated Ford Tampa. city rotation. Yeah. Los Angeles, Las Vegas, New Orleans, Miami, lather, rinse, repeat. Oh, you can add Phoenix in there. Phoenix Hell is no. good. <laughs> John. I had a good oh. Super Bowl at uh, Glendale. Yeah, that was. Nice. I was at the game where uh, Tyree cut the ball in his no, head. No, because, Momo, if you add Phoenix, then you have to add Dallas. Oh, and if yeah. you add Dallas, you have to add New York. And it's like, come on. Four, four destination vacation-type cities. Let's okay. go. Unless you build a new stadium. Then you get one Super Bowl yeah, just for yeah, free. Yeah. One random. Even, Great. That's, even how we, that's how we end up with the Super Bowl in Jacksonville yeah, and Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Detroit. That's another one. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're going to spin the wheel of questions. Momo, we want to okay. tell you about Valentine's Day a little bit. I yeah. want to know what you and Nev are doing. Uh, that's coming up for you next. Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN. All right, if you are hiring, did you know it can now take up to 11 weeks on average to hire for an open job? Nobody has that kind of time. So do what we all do. Use ZipRecruiter. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash LA. ZipRecruiter uses powerful matching technology to quickly find and send you the most qualified people for your roles. Or, as my buddy Ian Siegel, the inventor of ZipRecruiter, says, we don't leave anything to chance. So use ZipRecruiter. See why 3.8 million businesses have come to ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. If you use ZipRecruiter, you get a quality candidate within one day, four out of five companies that use ZipRecruiter. 83% get a quality candidate within one day. Stop screwing around. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash LA. It's free. Try that website right now. ZipRecruiter.com slash LA. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Momo's hanging out here. It's Valentine's. Oh, it's a Valentine's Day related question. Interestingly, just happened to come up. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I wore red. Yeah, you did. You On did. purpose. All right, so it's Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. Here's the question, John. If you're in an unhappy relationship, oh. mm-hmm. how long do you have to wait after Valentine's Day to actually do the breaking up? <laughs> oh, this is good. This is a really good question. Because you become that jerk. If you break up right before Valentine's Day. Correct. Yeah. Um, (laughs) All right. So right now, Valentine's Day is on, what's today, Wednesday? Wednesday the 14th, yes. I think you got to wait till at least Saturday. Saturday? Next week. Yeah. I think it's a next week kind of thing. Like, I'm I'm giving you Valentine's Day. We get through it. We have a good time. Thursday, Friday, everything's normal. Saturday, drop the bomb. Mm. Oh, you think the weekend? Yes. Because you don't want to drag it out any longer than you have to. Don't but you ruin don't a weekend, though. Do it on a Monday. Mondays yeah, Monday. are already crap. Yeah, wow. everybody's back at work, and yeah, you, know, you can move but, on. But then you ruin her week for, you know, if you, if you do it on a weekend, she's got a couple of days to get her act. How about a Friday night news dump? Oh, yeah. Just late Friday. <laughs> late Friday. We're done. Well, Stu all it, weekend. It's called a Friday night news dump for a reason. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Bergman, what do you think? So I actually disagree with the premise in general. I think you do it before Valentine's. No, oh. no, 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 yes. no. What, no. Greg, what if she got you something? I'd send it back. Return it. Oh, God. Really? You're, you're heartless. No. Because why should you be 
why should you pretend on a day that you're still in love with this person? Because you're trying you to be would, nice. Greg, would you have the same principle at Christmas? <laughs> yes, before Christmas. I don't want it after. Don't do it after Christmas. Because then it's so you would you would have no issue. You would have no issue ruining okay, her Christmas. You're not I have, I have a friend in this exact you're position. Ruining holidays afterwards. Okay. Okay. So my friend was in this position. I'm not going to say who or when or where, but what are it was initials? This ex- what are her no. Initials? You, you won't know. What's her. it rhyme with? Uh, it, you Carol. <laughs> Carol. <laughs> so she was dating this guy, Brittany. and they had planned for her, Megan. for him to like come down and visit with her family, and this was gonna be. But then they had this a couple of big fights right before mm-hmm. Christmas, and she was like, <sighs> like this was the guy I was gonna bring home to my family. Yep. Should we? We had a fight, but can we put it back together enough to have a good Get visit still? Holiday, right? If I break up with him now, now he's going to be alone on Christmas. Like, this is a whole thing. Yep. So she just decided, you know, we'll just let it We'll just let it go. We'll just try to act nice and hope it doesn't blow up right. in front of the family. And it totally blew up in front of the family. They had, like, fights while, oh, while they yeah. were down That's visiting so, the family. Wait, it was, after like, hearing awful. that story, Greg was right. Yeah, I'm right. You might be right. Uh, thank you, Momo. You know? Because it's yes. like, you, once it's over, it's over. If it's already in your head that you don't want to be it anymore, you have to get out. Is Laura there? Yeah, Laura's yeah. here. What do you think, Laura? So I am, I do think you should do it before. Before Dang. Valentine's Day, but really? but so romantic. When <laughs> yeah, I heartless, no, no. When I was so when I was dating my boyfriend, we dated before. I actually broke up with him and stopped dating him after Valentine's, like two oh. days after. I was like, yeah, it's not working. So wait, you so, knew it wasn't working two days before Valentine's Day. Why didn't you do that? Because I had gutless. other things. I, I had other plans. I was busy. <laughs> you had a bigger name on the other line? I just ended up yep. doing other things, you know? And oh, you guys didn't do Valentine's together? We didn't. Oh, okay. I, yeah. Well, I, well that's kind of a that, There's an indicator. How long were you with that guy? We dated six, seven months before. This is okay, like so your seven blue, months right? on, and then you were not together on Valentine's Day? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Worked have ended. out. He's my man ended. now. That ended. <laughs> so you know oh, the best the way. The Wait, best that, way. That was with Christian. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh. Yeah, we didn't work out the first Damn. time. Well, you know what though, uh, Laura, huh. relationships that last forever have a story like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's sure. Okay. I'm yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, right. <laughs> See, I think the best way to break up is to be really jerky and get the other person to break up with you. Oh yeah, that's, that's you know that's a, very uh, common. <laughs> yeah, the passive aggressive. Yeah. I'm kind of a jerk. You should break up with me because I. I don't it's have the heart you, to do it's it myself. Me. Exactly. I like that. Do you have yeah, a yeah. go-to move to make that happen? Uh, you know what's really good is uh, cancellations. Multiple oh, yeah. cancellations. Oh. Yeah. Stop texting. Oh, I thought you cancel. were going to say hooking up with someone else. Oh, oh. That, that will definitely do it. But a late <laughs> cancel. I cheated on you. Yeah. Like, sorry, I, I can't make it is like a good way to oh, say. And like especially right before when they, you know they already got dressed up and in the car. Exactly. That's so frustrating. Yeah, that is. Mace, this is mean. <laughs> But isn't that the way a lot of people break up? Yeah, I've got dumped. Don't hate the player. I got legit dumped once. The other times, I you were the dumper. I well, I I was the dumper, but I got them to dump me, so I didn't have. I'm with Mace on this. I'm with Mace. I have. I used to have a line when I dated a lot. I was like, you know what, my life is a roller coaster right now, and this is a ride I need to take solo. So I appreciate that you want to date me, but it's just not. That's good. It's it's just not the time. By the way, here we are. It's Valentine's Day. Everybody's thinking about their 
great loves and their relationships and I think their this lives is more and their realistic. girlfriends. And this, this is what we're talking <laughs> this about. This is really no, 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 perfect. We're going we're gonna to save everybody's relationships at 2.15. Yeah. Yes, we are at 2.15. I, I am in love, <laughs> because guys. Every, because the relationship is going to end at 2.15. No, it's exactly. It's another way to end the relationship. Okay, uh, Momo, thank you very Thanks, much for guys. coming in. Appreciate you as and, always. And the content, you know, have fun with the content. Absolutely. The content is fantastic. Fantastic. All right, uh, coming up Bye, next for you. Bye, Josh. Are we doing What's Up, Fool? Is next What's yes, Up, Fool? What's okay. Up, Fool next, and then uh, 2.15. And then 2.15 is the Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day Revelation. Special. Yeah, that's coming up. Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN.